0: Log Talk Radio.
1: edition of sports urban legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i am of course william Ramo. what's up mac how are you doing
0: hey good man how's it going
1: uh i'm doing a lot better than our knicks are right now oh, But yeah. um, don't remind me <laughs> i don't want to remind you but yeah unfortunately that's the the elephant in the room so we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna talk we have to. We gotta face it, man. We're going we're gonna to talk about them. We're gonna leave off the show with it, unfortunately, folks. Um, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the Nets uh, in the playoffs. They're they're currently facing the Bucks. So they defeated the the Celtics. Um, you know, we'll talk about other stuff that's going on in the the playoffs. The Mets, the Knicks. I mean, the Mets, the Yankees. Uh, big moves that big news coming out of uh you know AEW um with a surprise um debut at uh on Dynamite and uh they had the AEW all uh was a double or nothing pay per view event uh this past week. We'll talk about that as well. And of course, unfortunately the WWE um they fired um, some notable names again. Seems like every couple of weeks the, the WWE is doing this. So it looks like we're going to, ha- um, unfortunately, we going to have not one but two rants going on today. Um, but most importantly, you know, we love to hear from you. So, um, you know, make, feel free to make your voices heard and uh, call the number. That's 563 563- 999 That's 563 999 So feel free to talk about Any of these topics and more We'd love to hear from you And um, Yeah If You are a Knicks fan Hey uh, For this hour in change You know Let me and Mac be your Your, um, your, your therapist And I guess psychologist I guess um, free of charge will be all of that. So you know, with that said, man, uh, yeah, let's just let's just dive right into the today's episode is go is called Randall a uh, Randall goes goes M I P to M I A versus the Atlanta Hawk R I P two thousand and one Knicks playoff run rant. So. Yeah, basically, it is what it is, man. Um, obviously, you know, coming to this season, the expectations were low. You know, they they did get a great coach in Tom Thibodeau, so I did. I to be honest with you, and if you you look back in, um, you know, this past year, um, hiring Tom Thibodeau and and you know the off season and all that stuff. You know, I did predict them to be a playoff team. I did predict them to have a strong second half. But I envisioned that they would have a slow start, you know, coming into the season, you know, with a new head coach and, you know, him molding his, you know, the team and his image. I thought they would have had a, you know, they would have struggled. You know, they would have had a bad first half. And then after a second half, they would, they would have a much stronger second half to propel them to the eighth spot. But uh, none of us could envision, you know, the thrills that this the Knicks team would have given us in this regular season. You know, they, you know, um, they had a strong second half. For I mean, first half they had an even stronger second half, where you know they they were able to, you know, catapult them out of the play-in um, scenario and right into the fourth spot. So we're riding high. Randall, playing, you know, he, he got the, MV, the MIP as we all expected him to, you know. You know, we thought he, he should have been an MVP candidate. He wasn't even in the running. You though know, we thought he should have been. But never in our wildest dreams, never in our wildest dreams that we thought he would struggle like this. Yeah, you know, we knew we we knew this, this this series against the Atlanta Hawks was wasn't gonna be a cakewalk. You know, I predicted this series to go seven. So I to, for me to say that I'm surprised that, you know, the Hawks gave it gave it to us, you know, you know, they just whooped up behind. You know, I can't say I'm shocked that they won some games and much less the entire series. But I'm shocked. I am so Shocked that Randall disappeared. This guy, man, this this guy went MIA when we need him the most. And yes, I know this is his first playoff, you know, um, you know, debut. And you know, there's a lot of pressure. Obviously, you know, obviously he's the man in in New York with the Knicks. So all the pressure, all eyes are on him. You know, so obviously there's gonna be some struggles. Nothing's gonna be easy, but for his his regular for his regular season um, statistics and performance to drop so rapidly. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it really gives me pause that we should give them, you know, that we should give him a, a max contract. You know what I mean? I think they should, you know, I think they should resign them, but, you know, we we definitely gotta get at least one or two guys. Cause on a championship caliber team, he would be our third best option. And I think I've been I've been saying that for years. But you know, I was impressed by what he was doing this year. You know, he took himself to that next level. You know, I you know I thought you know he was a, he finally became a star. And you know, if he had a couple of years like this, he could become a superstar. But for him to regress so horribly in the playoffs and um you know disappear like this i mean it's scary i mean we easily could have got swept if they didn't miss all those shots in game 2 you know but i mean they just need to they just need to improve the team in every facet you know randall he can't you know as much as i you know i love and respect randall and all he's done for the team this year you know we have to get we got to get we got to get some more stars to come here you know um, uh, what's your what's your thoughts, Mac?
0: Before I go more any further, well, you know the Knicks they, or oh, they overachieve this year. Mm-hmm. You know I expected them to be you know at least a seven eight seed, but you know they overachieve and got a fourth seed and have home court advantage and they had players play extremely well this year. You know as you said, Randall became the most improved player. He improved his game drastically, you know, compared to last year. And, you know, you had some other guys. Reggie Bullock played well. R.J. Barrett, you know, in his second year, he improved vastly. Yeah, a lot of guys, you know, improved their games, and which led to the Knicks having a very good season. You know, despite them, you know, pretty, almost getting swept by the Hawks in this first round, You know, I think this season was very successful. You know, there's a lot to build on, you know, going forward. Uh, So I don't think Nick Sands should, you know, be too down, you know, about this uh, first-round exit to the Hawks. But um, the thing that we should be concerned about is, you know, Randall did not play well at all, you know, in this whole season. And this guy was our top – was our leading scorer. And he reverted back to the Randall of old from last year where he made just, you know – Stupid turnovers, just made some uh, stupid shots, and so, you know sometimes he was just invisible. You know, and he was hesitant to shoot. And you know, I don't think Randall is a max player, but I think he's definitely worth a lot of money to keep. You know, you don't want to see him go to another team and help that help that other team win the championship. So mm-hmm. I do want to keep him as a Nick, but yeah, mm-hmm. I would not give him a max contract. I don't think he's a max contract-worthy player, but we cannot see another performance like this again in the postseason by Randall. Next year, I hope to see him improve his game even more, and hopefully next year, he'll have a much better performance in the postseason than he he had this year.
1: Uh, I agree with with absolutely everything you said, man. This year, this offseason, he had you know, to his credit, this past off season, you know, he improved his three point shot and you know, just attacking the ball in all facets. But this this upcoming off season, which I mean, I guess technically it started already since we got eliminated by the Hawks, he has to be ambidextrous, man. He can't be predictable. You know, you know, you know, with, with that, with, with which hand he always gonna score with, which side of the 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 um the court he likes to shoot in. He he has to improve. He has to improve on that 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 um that aspect, you know. Same thing with with uh, with Barrett. They need to improve, man. And we need we need we need a a, a you know we need a point guard. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Derrick Rose, he's great. You know, should have won the you know the the um eight man. Eight, I mean the six man award you know he he's been great but you know father time is you know nipping at him you know even though he was he was great in the playoffs but you know we need he needs to he needs to stay off the you know he needs to come off the bench you know he's a great spark spark off the bench you know he is our best point guard option right now you know i mean you know p- quickly needs to 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 develop a little bit more you know um they do have that what Argentinian point guard? Um, that's you know they expect to, to pop up next year, but they need they need a proven guy. You know what I mean like whether they trade for Damian Lillard, um, or if you know I know you don't like this, but if you know Chris Paul declines his forty-four million dollar option, I mean that's a guy they could pursue, but only for a two a two year max deal. Nothing more than two years. That that'd be insane. Or you could even go after Lonzo Ball, who who played really well. You know he's you know he's he's I think a restricted free agent. So you you could go after him in that in that sense as well. So I mean they really number number one they really need a point guard. They really need a point guard. You know what I mean because that really killed us, especially Trey Young, man. I mean he, man he just. I'm su- I'm surprised I'm not having nightmares right now as I'm talking to you about him. <laughs> I mean, he really destroyed us, man. Like it's crazy, and you have Clint Capella talking trash about us, about sending us to the vacation, and Which then, he you did. know, and he <laughs> did, he did, he he backed it up. He, he you know he he he. he he even paid for the tickets. I mean, that was nice of him, you know. <laughs> but like, man, that was that was embarrassing. And then, you know, RJ R. Barrett was was irritated by someone, you know, talking about the thing, and he's like, "We gonna win," you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I know in his heart, he felt he's going to, he, you know him and the team's gonna win, you know, and he he did play better, you know, RJ Barrett, to his credit. You know, unfortunately, Hewing. You know, he's made promises that we were going to win championships, and you know, it wasn't his fault, obviously. But you know, when you make guarantees, you got you got to deliver on them. You know what I'm saying? Like even going back to
0: WWE,
1: which we're going to talk about. You know, with the Usos guaranteeing they're going to win the tag team titles. You know, well, we're definitely going to talk about that later today when we get when we talk more about wrestling. Um, but yeah, you know, once you once you call your shot. You got you got to deliver. No matter no matter if the referee is not looking, no matter if you know you slip on a banana peel or whatever, you you, you got to come through. You got to come through in the clutch because history is going to show that did you did you deliver on what you said or did you not? You know, life isn't fair, but you gotta you gotta make the most of it. You gotta make you gotta make lemonade out of lemons. You know, you know that's just the way it is. Unfortunately. And I just hope that this I hope that this Nick team fell forward. you know what I mean, they use this as a stepping stone you know in regular season that they had, and that they can acquire players to to improve this team, you know because the question is, can they replicate this? Yes, we got Randall, yes we got Barrett going back, but a lot of the people that were part of our success they're going to they're, they're going to be free agents. You know what I mean? It's a slippery slope. What we gotta do it because we gotta we gotta improve the, the the we gotta improve this this um this team significantly. So you so we un, unfortunately we we're not gonna be able to you know resign everybody back. And plus we need to make upgrades with this with this uh with this team. You know what I mean? You know so. But the good thing about it is that. You know I do I I do have faith in, you know, Scott Perry and um Leon Rose with what they're doing and, and the 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 coaching and the scouting stuff that they had. You know, they've they've made some good moves. They've they really made some good moves that that sped up the the rebuilding process that we that you know, this team would have been going through. So I, I you know, I'm 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 optimistic that they're going to make the right moves to to help propel this team, and let's go Knicks.
0: Yeah, I mean they need to. They definitely need more scoring uh, mm. from the guard spot, and they need another big man. I think. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But uh, I hear rumors uh, about them possibly trying to trade for Lillard. I mean, if, mm. if you're going to trade for Damian Lillard, you're going to have to give up a lot. We're talking about mm. maybe give up quickly. Top uh, in. maybe top end, so a couple of draft picks. Knox. Third round picks. Yes, yeah, you're gonna have to give up a lot. So I wouldn't do it for I wouldn't give up that much for Lillard. If we can try to get someone else maybe, I you don't know, maybe go after Alonzo um or I'm also hearing C J Column. That's another Yeah, guy. that's another
1: one. That's another um
0: uh, trade
1: that that they're that they're um Possibly thinking about doing, you know, yeah. obviously it's a rumor, but yeah, you you definitely got improve on that. Whether you you, you trade for Lillard, which would be oh my goodness, that'd be a a, a blockbuster move, if they could get because yeah. Damian Lillard, that is the that is the the point guard you need on the Knicks, man. This guy, he's clutch. Like as you saw, Trey Turner what Trey Young, I should say, Trey Young was clutch, you know, against us. You need a, a point guard like that to counter that. Like for real, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, even even Chris Paul, like that's a that's a great point guard. But obviously he's aging. But if you could get him on a one or two year deal, and you know you could have them mentor quickly, or anybody you draft, or even the the Argentinian guy we just drafted that you know that should be coming joining the team this year. You need a you need a star guy like that to the the. The rebuilding process, but also mentoring the young uh, point guards because quickly got it, man. You know, if it was up to me, I would I would give the keys to, to quickly. You know, I think he he has the, he has the um the heart and the guts that it takes to be a point guard. You know, he just needs a little bit more development. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So
1: I I definitely think they should get a, a star point guard. I mean, obviously. Derek Rose was in that spot, obviously, you know, but, you know, he, you know, he can't, he can't, like, play regularly, you know, like, starting in the minutes, you know, what I mean, he, he played great for us, but, you know, those minutes were starting to add up towards the end, those last couple of games, you know, for us, so, yeah, they definitely need that, and no, of course, yeah, they definitely need to, to get up big, you know, I mean, to To go with uh, Mitchell Robinson if they if they're gonna keep him, which I think they should, you know, even though he's he's been injured, you know, he was injured this year, but you know, a guy like that, a young talented guy, you know, I, I think you would need a you definitely need a, a big man to put him, you know, put on the on the team, you know, maybe push him to the, you know, like I, I definitely think so, and if you could get no keep Noel, you know put them on the bench, you know, and, and try to re-sign some of these guys, I think it would be a good move. But they definitely need to improve the star power of this team. And I ho- hopefully the stuff that they did will open the eyes of some people who, who can change the culture.
0: Yeah. Uh, if I told you several names and what they have in common, do you think you would be able to tell me the answer? Sure. So, I'll give you the three names. Bobby Portis, Kim Hardaway Jr., and who was the other player I was thinking of? Oh, yeah, Austin Rivers.
1: Um, They're all guys who played for the Knicks recently.
0: Uh-huh. And, and
1: uh, they're in the playoffs right now. Exactly.
0: They're in the playoffs, <laughs> and they're all playing well for their team. Mm-hmm. Think about and, it. Bobby yeah, Portis, he's playing well for the Bucs right now, although they lost tonight to the Nets. But that's a guy I thought played well for the Knicks last season. And that's the guy the Knicks probably should have kept. And then you have a guy like Austin Rivers who was playing well earlier this year. I don't know why the Knicks decided to release him because he had some good games, I thought. A few games no, I thought like the they
1: traded him. They traded him away.
0: Right, right, traded him. Yeah, right, right. They yeah. were going
1: to release him, but they traded him away. And I yeah. – I, I, I never liked that move, to be honest with you, because he had some games where he helped us win the ball games. Yeah, and then it was like towards the end of his his um his tenure with the Knicks, Pippen um, wasn't playing them, you know. Yeah, and I felt I, like I, he 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 had mo- he had some clutch moments, you know. If you you know, what I mean, he you know he could help us win a win a game or two, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just thought yeah. it wasn't.
0: And then Tim Hardaway Jr., who we. Uh... Was a two-time Knicks. Mm-hmm. I thought his second go-around was much better than the first, even though people, yeah, you know, were still, uh, you know, bad mouthing uh, the Knicks for the contract we gave him.
1: Yeah, I-, I think the contract was excessive at the time for sure. Um, um, especially a guy you had and you just traded him away, and then you, you know you you get him back. If you give a, you know what I mean. But it is what it is.
0: And so all those Knicks right now, they're performing well for their teams, and you know, think about if we still had them, maybe we could have gone further in the in the uh, Yeah,
1: I definitely agree with that. Especially with Austin River, I think they would have went deeper. Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're, I would have third agree with that.
0: Bobby Porter, so Bobby Porter's, you know, tall guy, gives you uh, some rebounding, shooting, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Austin awesome, definitely got cold you know, yeah. in that in that in this Hawks series. And we just couldn't stop them.
0: Yeah, Hawks just played much better. They're they're more talented, they have better shooters than we have. They played better defense. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stop Trey Young. You know, it's they were just a better team and you know, again, that in that second game, if if the Hawks don't <laughs> Go cold in that second half. They could have swept us in this series. I know, man. But let's be real.
1: We, we we just couldn't stop them. Man. It was like they were immune to everything. They had immunity. The only thing that was missing was Jeff Pose handing them the idol. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they outwitted yeah. us, they outlasted us, and they outsurvived us, and outplayed us. So, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but they 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 deserved it more than we did. Even though I hate it, I wish we were still in the playoffs. I wish we would have knocked them off at least. Or at the very minimum at least took him to game seven. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. They just they just dominated us. It sucks, but it is it is what it is, man. Hopefully hopefully, you know, this is the building blocks of of, you know, the Knicks, you know, getting back on top. Yeah. And out of yeah. admiration.
0: Again, nothing to hold really your head down. Enough. You know, the Knicks—they they can build on this and they can get better next year. Mhm. Absolutely. So let's go next one. We'll,
1: we'll keep you guys posted, whatever you know, rumors or news that the Knicks are 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 having in this off season as the playoffs go on. And meanwhile uh our our you know, the other New York team, our hometown team, even though we don't root for them. Um, you know, the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, you know, they had a big game uh on uh you know, on Saturday. And um, you know, Kevin Durant scored twenty nine points, Kyrie Irving scored twenty five. Uh and of course, you know, that propelled them to the 115-107 victory against the Milwaukee Bucks but the other big story about this uh this story is that uh, Jeff, uh you know James Harden um you know he left the game in the first quarter with a hamstring injury so uh you know hamstring injuries are really tough they're nagging you know they could you know who knows how how, how serious this injury is but it took him out of the game so you know, the Nets fans they're you know, they're they're hoping that, you know, this is this is a minor thing and uh hoping for a speedy recovery. And um you know the good news about that is it gave uh Blake Griffin and Joe Harris an opportunity to step up in a you know, in a bigger um you know, spot than they they anticipated. Uh Joe Harris scored nineteen points. And then Blake Griffin, you know, when, you know, he bought, he stole the DeLorean from Marty McFly and Doc Brown and, and went back to the future <laughs> and gave us, a, you know, he gave us a, um, a Clippers performance, you know, 18 points, 14 rebounds. So,
0: you know, props to him. Yeah, props. And Nets that's, are that's, uh, looking good. Even without Harden, you know, they still play real well. But uh, you know, I think it's still gonna be a tough series, and I still think it can go seven games.
1: Yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is gonna be a tough series. I, I definitely agree. This is gonna, this is gonna go to the wire. Seven games for sure. Cause, um, <clears throat> yeah, this is this is, um, yeah, th- these are two tough teams, man. That I totally agree with you and this this playoff has been you know exciting, you know all around I mean even the Knicks man, even though the you know the the, the Knicks unfortunately only lasted the first round, but man, there was a buzz in the garden it, i mean that that the way how you know the fans were reacting and the interaction like you could see the difference with in the playoffs with the, just the Knicks being in there, you know, but yeah, a lot of you know a lot of um major series series happened you know the nets you know they de- they defeated the the celtics in 5 um you know the the utah jazz defeated um uh the grizzlies in 5 games unfortunately the hawks defeated defeated us in 5 um yeah, the um the you know, the the Nuggets battling the Trailblazers, now now the, the the um the Nuggets lead, um well actually I should say they they won this series against the Trailblazers, which obviously um, you know, which propelled uh, you know, Lillard Lillard to, you know, mention that even though the other team was missing some of their star players, you know they they were able they were able to overcome, you know overcome them. So, you know, Lillard, Lillard is having his you know come to Jesus moment of how is it, how is this team going to improve so that he could exit out the first round whether he has to be traded or or um, they have to make the moves in order for them to get out of this you know you know so that they won't have another first round exit next year. Um and then of course you got the defending the defending uh world champion Lakers getting uh defeated by the powerhouse Phoenix Suns. Um yeah, and um yeah, that apparently LeBron James left, you know, early in one of the games. I think it was the the the, the second to last game. And um, I, I don't know if you saw this, but after the, the game, when they got eliminated, um, LeBron James, you know, he he was basically saying, like, you know, he's not going to play, you know, in to- Tokyo for the Olympics, that he's going to play for the Monstars. No, not he's going to play against the Monstars, you know, in the um, Space Jam. So he used that opportunity to, you know, I guess, move on from the the playoff loss first round exit and you know he promoted his space jam 2
0: movie
1: (laughs) i mean no joke man he literally he literally promoted his space jam movie (laughs) you know what i'm saying like he like dude like i I get you got the platform but dude like you're lebron james man you could have you could have you could have posted on instagram or anything or you know and and talked about it and people you're going to have millions of people watch this movie anyway. Like, I don't know, man. I know, you know, as an athlete, you know, well, I, I shouldn't say I know as an athlete cause I'm, I mean, obviously I'm an athlete, but you know, you can understand like athletes, you know, they have the mentality of like, you know, once the thing is done, it's done, you know, you, you move on from it. But it's like, man, like it, it just like, it's like, it seemed like he had like a business, um, telling you about it. Like, it like, Dude, you just got eliminated from the playoffs, you know, at home. So it's like I I felt like he should have been a little bit more emotional about the loss.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Like, I I mean, what's your thoughts on it?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, this is unknown territory for LeBron. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't get eliminated, you know, early in the playoffs too often you know, if any time, you know. So I think this
1: was his first time
0: ever. This was his, yeah, this was his first time ever. So, um, but LeBron, you know, he's done it all. So, uh, I don't, I'm not thinking too much of it. Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I, him him promoting the movie, I don't think it was an inappropriate time. You know, because the movie is coming out soon. Mm. So, he needs he needs to promote it anyway. <laughs> and so... You know, I'm not making a big deal out of it, but as far as this Laker loss, um, this was a very disappointing season for the Lakers. I um, thought they were going to try to repeat as champions, but they got steamrolled by these Phoenix Suns, mainly because Anthony Davis, you know, he can't stay healthy. And Charles Barkley named him street clothes, because he's always in street clothes <laughs> more than he's playing. He's on the court. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I mean, this was a disappointing season for the Lakers. And, you know, they're a team that's going to have to rebuild and maybe start over, you know. Defending World Champions, guys. too. Yeah, defending World Champions. Well, now they're not anymore. So well, yeah, after I After this year. But. Well, yeah. And there will I'm be a new champion. There will be a new champion. And I'm hearing, you know, some rumors that uh, maybe LeBron James hangs it up after this year.
1: Well, I heard I heard that uh, I doubt it, but what I heard was uh, Pat Riley, you know, w- you know, wants him to return to
0: Miami. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, you never know. I don't know. see that happening. But um, I hear Shannon Fry was saying that he, that LeBron James should hang it up, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, he did uh, suffer some injuries this year, right, and you know, Lakers, who knows where they, what direction they go next year, but, and he is getting older, mm-hmm. but, you know, and you should go out on top. You don't want to be one of those guys that keeps playing, you
1: mm-hmm. know,
0: and then you get injured or your team sucks every year. I mean, you should go out on top. And right now would be the perfect time for LeBron to go out on top if he did decide to retire. Yeah,
1: that is, that is a good point because if he does play next year or a couple of years, he might. He might be washed up because he does have this hamstring problem. Yeah, that's a good. That is a good point. I think he has a couple of years left in him, but you might you might have a point.
0: Yeah. And it's I, not like I, Tom I just, Brady, where yeah. you, you know you're four years old and you're just you're not really running around and jumping. You know, you're just standing in one place, mm-hmm. being protected by offensive lines throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. You know. LeBron, he's running, he's jumping, <coughs> so that takes a toll on your body.
1: I think he has maybe a year or two of him left. I I, I don't know. I just can't see him leaving without having a farewell tour. You know, I, I just yeah envision him like you could be like you know you know this is gonna be my last year. You know, I'm just gonna go to the thing. You know what I mean? And you gonna have him a you know, big pop and stu- start. stereotypical
0: black voice, man. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, sir. Please, please, sir. <laughs>
1: Hey, some of my some of my best friends and some of the some of the people the person I look in the mirror are, are happen to be black people. So
0: I'm <laughs> saying Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, man, um, What man. I gonna say? Um Yeah, like I I I can't see him walking walking away walking, you know, riding off into the sunset without without popping circumstances like this is his last game ever. This is his last game in, in um, Staples um center. This is the last game at the Garden. You know? Or this is him back at the um, you know, um what's he gonna call it? The um American Airlines Arena, like in Miami, you know. Like there there's gonna be like these big you know what I mean, I can't see him just walking away in the off season without like having this whole big hoopla about every major game he's playing oh, this is his, his last game in Cleveland and all this stuff. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, to me, there has to I, – I I would be shocked if he would retire and then you don't see him have his – you know, have his bunch of moments of cheering for him or, or telling them how he really feels about him and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. We'll see.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, unlike Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, you know, he just – left and you know it just seems more like his character of you know you know having his head down and just doing the work but you know lebron he doesn't only just want to do the work you know he wants to style and profile you know while he does it you know so to me it just seems like he would do it you know what i mean like he would um he would he would have a major going away party before he just leaves Yeah. yeah And um, yeah, and then you got the the Mavericks versus um you know the Clippers. Uh, who do you think's gonna win that that series?
0: Yeah, that was a good. I was watching that last night. That was a really good game. Kawhi had a close, almost fifty points in that game. That four Game yeah. Seven. Mhm. Uh, I think the Clippers are gonna win. I think they're gonna win.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. Like, the Mavericks had a chance to close it out. And I always feel like if you have the, the if you have the lead, you know, in Game Six and you and you blow it, especially at home, it, it's tough to come back the Game Seven and and um, win it when you when you blew that opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, to me, Clippers is going to take it. Clippers is going to be at home. Mavericks had their chance to close it out in Dallas, and they failed. So yeah, to me, all the momentum is with the Clippers. Even though obviously it's the series is tied at three, but yeah, Clippers, hands down. And and um, you know, Kawhi he stepped up when his team needed it the most. So I think he I think they're definitely gonna advance. And then you had uh, you know the Wizards getting eliminated in 5 by the 76ers. Um Yeah, man, we we've had a lot of uh good good playoffs going on here. So yeah, it's, you know, we'll keep you posted on what's going on. And uh shifting gears, right now we're, you know, we're going to talk Mets baseball and uh, the Mets—they've been being—they've been dominated by the Padres, you know, this whole series. And the Padres have been—I'll be i I'll admit it—you know—we've dominated the Giants, we've dominated the Dodgers, but the Padres, man, they've been our Padres—they've been our Padres, man. Especially in San Diego, it's like we we keep losing these tough these tough games, like two-one games and you know one-run games. We always lose to these to this team. But as I'm speaking to you right now. Mets are leading 2 nothing. Peraza homered maybe, uh, maybe a minute or so ago. But Francisco Lindor,
0: as I'm speaking,
1: he just went deep maybe about 20 seconds ago. And, wow, uh
0: Francisco Lindor fighting.
1: Yeah. Francisco Lindor, man, I think, if I understand me right, this is his fifth home run of the year. So the Mets are leading 2-0. Uh, that was a 2-1. That was a 2-out. Solo home run by Lindor, and um, yeah, he's been heating it up. He's finally over the Mendoza line, and a base hit by Pete Alonso as I as we speak. So that's another two out hit, and this is against Musgrove. You know the guy who just threw a no hitter a, a couple of starts ago, the first mm-hmm. no hitter in San Diego Padres history, which made them the the last team in in Major League um current the out of all the current major league teams to finally throw a no-hitter you know as you remember in the in the offseason the Padres and the Mets were the two teams that made the most moves and and obviously the Padres man they made a lot of moves they traded especially trades they traded for Snell right off the um the World Series loss with the um with the the, the Tampa Bay Rays they acquired um, Darvish, you know, uh, from the Cubs. They've um, I'm trying to think what other stuff they they've done recently because they made a lot of big moves. Obviously, you know, uh, they signed Machado a few years ago. They have Tatis Jr. Um, yeah, man, they, the the Spider team is scary. You know, I I, I won't lie. This, Padre, this this is probably the first time I've been scared of the Padres ever.
0: Yeah, they you got know? a good team. They got hitting, they got <coughs> pitching, defense. Yeah, they could be a very good team. Mm-hmm. You know, some people picked them to win the World Series this year. So, it's not yeah. out of the question that they could go very far. This could be the NLCS for all we
1: know. I mean, this Padres team is tough. Oh, they just made an error, a two-out error. Um. Which prolongs uh Dom Smith at bat right now. Counts one in two. Um but yeah, man, the, the you know, the Mets uh, you know, they they did well on the road trip their their previous uh road trip. Uh they you know, they, they did they, they uh they won a two out of three against uh the Padres. Not Padres, the D backs. And um, they blew a game that they should have won a few days ago. Um, that was, a, and the funny thing is, is that before the Mets, before the Padres played the Mets in this this earlier this week, they snapped the um they snapped the um thirteen game losing streak to the to the Cardinals. Um yeah, I think that was yeah. So basically, what was I gonna say? so they so then they snapped their their thirteen game losing streak to the cardinals, and then they lost to us again, I think, and then afterwards they then we they beat us when we blew the lead when Diaz blew his first save of the year when he was trying to go perfect ten for ten um but but do you know what team started their thirteen game losing streak the Mets I knew you'd get it right, man. <laughs> And of course, it was the Mets. The Mets swept them, and that propelled, or I should say, that um, made the Padres go into a nosedive, uh, where they lost 13 games in a row. So they snapped their 13-game losing streak to the, the Cardinals. The Mets made them start a, you know, a brief one-game losing streak, and uh, you know the Mets left them with another losing. I don't know what the, how many games they've lost now, but. The Mets won that the rubber game. And then now the Mets they, man, they've been dominated by the, the the Padres. And no matter how bad the Padres have been, like for the past almost a decade they've been they've been playing pretty well against us, you know. Um, but right now the Mets they're they're on a good spot to start. They're you know, right now they're leading two nothing. They got the Grom on the mound against Musgrave, so you know, this is Definitely the pitching duel that we expected, and uh, you know we'll see what happens. Uh, um, what was I going to say? Um, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't even think of what I was going to say. But yeah, let's hope the Mets can stay healthy with these um, these moves that um, with, with, with the because they have a lot of people missing on you know on the IL. They're still waiting for Carrasco to come back maybe later this month. Um, Syndergaard, he's most likely going to come back in September, you know, if possible. And, uh, yeah, the Mets, you know, they're just they're just trying to hold on to this this divisional lead with all these injuries. So, prop to my Mets. Hopefully they can uh, win it all in October if they can get there. So, we'll see what happens. But uh, shifting gears to your beloved New York Yankees. Um right now, um, you know, they're not doing too well against their uh divisional rivals. They lost uh by the final score of seven to three. Um your boy Glaber Torres, he had a three RBI game, but unfortunately for the Bronx Bombers it wasn't enough for them. Uh tonight, so uh, Mac, what's your thoughts on the Yankees so far?
0: Uh, Very inconsistent, as it's been all season long, and now we've lost three in a row, we lost yesterday to Red Sox, and today we give up four runs well, Chad Green he allowed four runs in eighth, and Red Sox don't want to win this game, 7-3 and yeah, man, the Yankees have been like this all year, just up and down like a like a seesaw you know, it's I can't. I don't understand it. I mean, this team is too talented to be playing this way. Yet they're playing up. They're playing down to their competition sometimes, and they're not. Especially, you know, you're playing these big games against your rivals in the same that's in your division, and you're not. You're not stepping up and playing well. And the offense is. I don't know. This offense is probably one of the worst offenses I've seen by Yankee team in a long time, and just think you got a lot of guys who are offensively capable and for some reason they can't hit in big spots Le you know lemi right now, yeah, he's not living up to the lemehu hype you know from the past two seasons mm. i don't I don't know if it's just a you know he's, well he you know his wife you know he had a kid recently. You know, I don't know if that's playing into him playing the way he is. I, I, I don't know. Um, the only person right now you can rely on is Aaron Judge, who's, you know, he's is on the All-Star. Most likely going to go to the All-Star, uh, All-Star oh. game this year. Uh, but he's the only guy that we can rely on. Everyone else is just sleeping. You know, and uh, Stan just came back from injury, but right now, you know, he's just struggling a little bit too. Um, well, I, I don't understand it. I mean, if this Yankee team misses the playoffs, then they're going to have to, like, there's going to be a mass overhaul. And I could even see Cashman being fired this year. And, you know, I've been a big Cashman supporter, but if they don't make the playoffs, if they miss the playoffs this year, after failing to win the championship the last several years, then Cashman might have to go. He might have to go. Yeah, I
1: mean, surprising as that sounds, I mean, it is possible. You
0: know, the Yankees—they—they've
1: always been about results, and obviously, he's won what five titles with them. Um, while he's in the, within the organization, but um, yeah, they might—they might think this year's the the time for a change.
0: Yeah, it might be time for a change. You know, you have to change this team up because. Uh, They fail to make the playoffs. That that's going to be a huge disappointment, and heads are going to have to roll. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, for sure.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely keep you posted on, uh, uh, you know, what's going on with the Yankees, for sure. Um, yeah, and uh hockey news the the Islanders um they even up the series at two two um against the Bruins. So um you know uh props to them on you know on you know on the on their road you know in the playoffs right here. They they beat the the Bruins uh by the final score of four to one. Matt Barzell he, he um hit what proved to be the game winner uh late in the third period. So, um you know, the Islanders they're still you know, they're still in it. And um I will right, we'll, you know we'll definitely keep you posted with that. So now the Islanders now they gotta um they gotta go they they're gonna go to Boston on Monday night and then, you know, if they can win game five in Boston. Uh try to co- go back, you know, to the to the Nassau Coliseum in game six on Wednesday night and uh close the series out. So we'll see what happens. But um shifting gears to to wrestling. And yeah, uh before we go into the AEW uh news, right? Oh, I should I should I tell you what you know? Who's the latest person who went to AEW? I don't know if you heard.
0: I heard, uh, yeah, I saw the Vicky Guerrero announcement.
1: Oh, you did hear about that?
0: Yeah, saw the video. Okay, so you know
1: about that. So I guess we'll yeah. we'll talk we'll talk about that momentarily, and let's just let's just dive right into the um the WWE um you know firings that they've they've done lately. And um yeah man, just when you think it was safe um as a WWE superstar, you know, to be in the company after they, they you know they they um you know they got rid of Samoa Joe and some other people that escaped me at the moment, then now they, now they now they get rid of Braun Strowman, a former Universal champion Lana, um, Ruby Riot, who to me had they used her well, she could have been a championship caliber wrestler, because you know she could she could have been like um she could have been like um what's her name um Paige, you could have had that edgy anti diva type of wrestler. I mean she was she was very popular in the indies anyway. I mean like. They could have used her. Like, there's there's several people in, inside the the company that are very talented, but WWE is not using them right for whatever reason. Vince doesn't see it in them to to put the to put the title on them, you know. But yeah, them getting rid of Lana and Lana and um, oh yeah, Aleister Black too. They got rid of him. Like,
0: this makes no um, sense.
1: That was like that, that was like the dumbest thing. Alistair Black has been gone for like seven months. He finally comes back last uh, last week, or the week no the week before that, two weeks ago. He he gives he kicks what's his name Brigitte in the face, which was supposed to pro- start a, a rivalry against them. Then he's missing the following week. And then we find out he's he's fired. What was that all about? Like that don't make no sense. Why would you bring a guy back for months? Guy hasn't been there for months. Prior to that, they kept having all these promos, you know, the dog Father and all this this stuff, promoting this guy, giving a story time, and then he comes back. He gives a he gives his Black Mask kick, and then he's and then he's gone. Like, where's the retaliation for Big E? You know, what I mean, it, it don't make no sense. WWE, I mean, they don't have no logic. There's no logic going on there. I mean, like, it's like Disney Star Wars logic that they're going with. Like, it makes no sense. You, you clearly see that they had, a, they, they had a, they were building up to something, and then they just changed their mind in the last minute. It just shows, like, there's no structure. There's no plan to what they're doing. Because if you had a plan that you're going to start a feud with, what's his name? with 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 um with um Alistair Black versus Biggie and then you just fire him like that like come on that will make no sense
0: yeah that make I didn't get that at all because you just brought back Alistair you just brought him back
1: and, and you repackaged him
0: yeah and then you release him that doesn't make any sense what they
1: yeah. do oh my gosh man like are you serious? Like so Big E don't even have no revenge. You know the the only thing I can compare this to is, is it was like that first Smackdown when they had um you know the Rock versus Triple H. Triple H was the champion. Rock was going to win the title and then you have Shawn Michaels legitimately super kick him in the face. Almost knock him out towards, you know, there was no there was no um Retaliation because remember this was like around the time when during the um um Shawn Michaels' first retirement when he was dealing with the back surgery, so there was no no retaliation, no retaliation whatsoever because obviously as if you've been watching this show for for the past what since 2009, you know, my the greatest match in my opinion that never happened was Rock versus Shawn Michaels, so for them to have this build up to something that never amounted to anything um you know on screen because apparently rock uh, according to you know rock's father you know the late um the late great um rocky johnson the rock confronted him backstage and apparently they had a fight backstage and um it didn't look good for the heartbreak kid you know apparently so if you had that like there was no retaliation on screen For The Rock, which goes against his entire character, because you know once you talk smack to The Rock or you fight The Rock, The Rock always gets his revenge on you. But for for him, like the only thing he had was like he came back and like you know if he sees him again, he's gonna whoop his behind. You know that you know what I mean? Like that's that's WWE's explanation of him getting his getting legitimately kicked in the face. Like it wasn't like like a like a like a you know like a. Like a fake kick, or, or a kick where he didn't give all of it. Like he legitimately super kicked them. Like if you watch the the thing, like he really like, he really kicked them, and you know, suppose you know, reportedly, him and Rock didn't get along, which, you know, added onto that moment, and you know, what I mean, so, uh, to me, this uh, th- th- having Alistair Black come back, super kick, or or I should say. Roundhouse kick or black mask, as it's called, the kick come out of nowhere and then get no retaliation. I mean, it's just it's just dumb. It's dumb booking at its finest. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a head scratcher, and I'm literally scratching my head right now, like thinking of the logic of of the up that led led to nothing. It's it's just I mean it's dumb. And they better, they bet Another thing is like they've been hype, they've been hyping up. They've been subtly giving us um, hints that Brock Lesnar is coming back because they finally mentioned them. Uh, you know, on the wall, Drew McIntyre mentioned that he defeated him at WrestleMania, um, and Bobby Lashley was saying, "Why are you mentioning him? He's not even here." If they don't, if he, Brock Lesnar comes back and he does not fight against Bobby Lashley, which most likely is going to go down to um, SummerSlam. Man, Brock Lesnar better not even come back. Cause that to me, like Brock Lesnar should only come back for 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 this Bobby Lashley match. That's it. If he don't, if he does, if he never fights Bobby Lashley, I, I don't. want to see him come back. I'm serious. Yeah, I agree. I'm zoning. I'm zoning out. If he fights, if he comes back and fights anybody other than Bobby Lashley, I, like I'm really, I'm zoned out. If he comes back to fight Drew McIntyre again, I don't care. If he fights anybody else other than Bobby Lashley, at the very latest by WrestleMania 38 or oh, what 37? Yeah, it is 38 coming up. Um, man, I I'm checking out, man, because it's like, come on, man, you you, it is about time WWE man they they gotta they gotta cash in on these dream matches. They never gave us Rock versus Shawn Michaels. They darn sure did not give us Sting versus Undertaker. You know, um, Kurt Angle versus Daniel Bryan—they didn't give us that, and they both had those guys do a, a like a um, like a, a special talking to each other, like well how the match would have been. And this was before both of those guys came out of retirement, and they didn't give us that match, but yet they gave us Kurt Angle versus um, Baron Corbin to end his career. Like I mean, like seriously, like. When you have when you have these legendary guys, you've got to give us these dream matches because there's a is, this is shelf life to these guys, you know what I mean, to their careers. You have to – come on, like – I mean, it, it's
0: just frustrating. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if we want to see the Ashley lesnar match, we've been waiting years for it, and if he comes back, that's the only opponent I want to see him – and wrestle, I don't want to see him wrestle anyone else. Exactly,
1: because if he doesn't come back and fight Bobby Lashley, then it's something personal. Yeah, is a hundred percent. It's it, it, something it's, it's personal. He don't think he's good enough or whatnot. I that that that's the only explanation because he has he has to come back. Come on, man! Like it shows itself. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Two two like NCA, um, MMA WWE cha- champions battling it out. And then you got the managers, the their managers, MVP and Paul Heyman. Like, I mean, come on. Like the 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 mics, the the mic skills that's gonna be dropped. The mic drops that's gonna be on there. Like that's that's gold right there. Like come on. You you can't you I mean come on, it, it has to lead up to so so SummerSlam. And they better probably they they better not, they better not be making these guys burn these guys to the ground that they get hurt and then we don't have this match. Because man, they better give it to us, man. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, some uh, let me think what happened. SmackDown we had um um Ray Mysterio and and Dominic versus. The Usos, and you know that you could say that could be a dream matchup. You know, I mean, we didn't think we didn't think of it as a dream matchup because it never occurred to us that uh, Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic would ever, you know, fight as a tag team, much less win it. But you know, that was an unexpected dream match right there. Seeing those those two factions battling out, first time ever sons, ba- you know you know champions and they're fighting against brothers so i mean that's a real cool moment yeah
0: that's that's gonna be big that's gonna be big i
1: mean i mean no i mean it happened on it happened on smackdown they fought twice you know and um you know um the usos they lost the first time to the, the, the start the to start the show and um You know, um, one of the Usos had their hands up, so the referee, uh, you know, um, falsely, you know, made the match, you know, ended the match on a pinfall. And then to end the show, as we all expected, um, Roman Reigns interrupted the match and beat up uh, Rey Mysterio and his son to end the show. You know, so, I mean... Yeah, it's it's what we expected. What would happen? And um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, I I can't even think of what else happened on on SmackDown.
0: Uh well, oh, I missed well, SmackDown. You know, I was watching the Clipper and Maverick game.
1: Got you. Uh, you know Bailey and um, you know Bailey and uh, Bianca Belair are definitely gonna fight each other. We know that. You know they put they continued their feud. Um, Oh yeah, Otis attacked the street prophets when they try to warn him that Chad Gable is just using him. You know, so they're gonna have a, they have a, they're, they're they're having a feud right now. They're gonna the feud just got ignited now. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Yeah, I can't even think of anything else on SmackDown. Um, yeah, on Raw. You had um Reggie defeat um Shayna Baszler and then Shayna Baszler attacked Reggie um in the um the Firefly Funhouse and looks like she's gonna be in- she's gonna be involved with the um with um Lily. Who knows, maybe she might get possessed by Lily, but
0: Oh man, Alexa Bliss is gonna kill her next week.
1: So yeah, something's going to go down between Alexa Bliss and, and Shayna
0: Baszler next week. Why would you even go why would you even challenge Alexa Bliss knowing that now that mm-hmm. she's possessed? Yep.
1: And that's another thing that didn't make no sense about her lose her um her you know turning on the 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 scene. Maybe the only logical reason is that um you know Bron- you know Bray Wyatt, you know, he just agreed to come back at WrestleMania, do the match and you know maybe he was originally going to win, but they changed it uh, because the reason why he hasn't been there is because he's still grieving the loss of Brody, Brody Lee. So that's Uh, why he's taking, you know, time off. Time off. Uh, So that
0: that would be my,
1: that would be my only logical reason. Maybe that's why they,
0: or, um, or or spending more family time because, you know, his wife had a kid and maybe he wants, you know, spending more time with her and the baby maybe.
1: maybe. Yeah, it could be a it could be a combination of the two for sure.
0: It's for because, those of you know who the who's who his wife is, she used to be in WWE. Yeah, she used, a, um, uh,
1: she used to be a um she used to be a wrestler, and then uh you know uh, uh um what you like an announcer. Jojo, Jojo. So yeah, um, but yeah, I heard that you know obviously as you know he, you know he's taking it tough. You know, you know, along with a bunch of people who knew Brody Lee so well. Um, yeah, I mean they were really close and you could see they had instant chemistry, you know, on, on screen. So you know, you know, my condolences go out to him and everybody who's directly affected because I mean it's you know, it's shocking that he passed away so young at forty. You know. Wow. Um, trying to think what else happened on on Raw. Oh, oh yes, uh, Nikki Cross. She defeated Charlotte. Uh, Nikki Cross defeated Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, respectively. Um, you know, in a in a what two minute challenge. So hopefully this will lead to Nikki Cross getting a opportunity in the near future. Um, Drew McIntyre he defeated Kofi Kingston with a Claymore kick. Um, but like a, a how could I say a uh, uh, a vertical a vertical Claymore kick? <laughs> I I don't even know how how you could explain it. <clears throat> it's more like a drop kick or something that he gave him. From there, um, you know, Drew McIntyre is going to be battling against. Bobby Lashley for the eighty five millionth time for the title. Um, trying to think what else happened on Raw. I guess that's about it really. Um, on SmackDown, um uh Kevin Owens failed to win the 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 um the um the Intercontinental title because um uh General Aziz attacked them backstage and you know that allowed um Apollo Crews to defeat him in the match. Uh, on Raw the um Seamus loss back to back matches to um to um Ricochet and uh, Humberto Carrillo so I would assume there's going to be a future title, you know, U.S. title opportunity for Ricochet and Umberto Carrillo in the near future. And um, yeah, I think that's about it in WWE. What's um, going on in NXT, NXT yeah. right now? Yeah, I was just about to I was just about to dive into it. Great minds uh, uh, think alike uh this, what happened to NXT i'm trying to remember and it, NXT um God,
0: NXT NXT um NXT uh i
1: think i think John Morrison's wife debuted on in that episode if my, my memory served me right
0: um let me
1: let me let me see. Um, oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. They did have the um, they did have the Finn the the um Finn Balor the Finn Balor versus Karen Cross match. Yeah, here's what happened: Amber Moon and uh see Blackheart they defeated Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Kyle Gonzalez is uh, currently the NXT Women's Champion. Um, Pete Dunne defeated Bobby Fish, formerly of the the um the Undisputed Era. Um you had Mercedes Martinez defeat uh Zeta uh Rainier. Frankie Monet, formerly known as Taya um Valkyrie from um from uh Impact Wrestling, who's um, you know, John Morrison's real life wife. Uh Frankie Monet, she she um defeated Cora Jade uh in her um NXT uh debut and then last but not least you had uh you had um you know Karen cross defeat Finn Dollar
0: yeah man, i uh, i'm so uh so behind in the NXT right now i got to watch it one of these days Um
1: oh yeah, uh, moving wait, wait a second, hold on one second. Oh wait, my bad, my bad. This was that was the week before that was that was the week before that. This Oh shoot, my bad. Adam Cole this this is what happened uh a few days ago. This week's one. My bad. I, I gave you two weeks ago. Well, I guess you got the um you got the the feedback from that in case of I you know I don't remember if I
0: said it last week. Oh, that, so that was a couple of weeks ago.
1: That was two weeks ago. This is oh. this what I'm giving you now is uh, what happened uh, last this past week. Okay. Uh, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn battled uh, Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly to determine who was the number one contender, uh, but you know it, it ended in no contest. Um, Kushida, he, he retained uh, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship against Carmelo Haynes, not to be confused with Carmelo Anthony. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: the way Candice LeRae and Indy Harwell defeated Zoe Stark and Zaya uh, Zadea Ramire to retain the NXT Women's uh, Tag Team Championship. And uh, MSK defeated Ra- um, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde from the Legado, Venta- uh, Legado de la Fantasmo um, faction, trying to say that five times fast, to retain the NXT tag team uh, titles.
0: Um, what else was I going to say? Um, what else was I going to say?
1: Yeah, Adam Cole he returned and uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna wanna face um, you know um, carrying cross for the title. So yeah, so basically they're gonna have a fatal five way at the NXT Takeover in your house. So basically, it's gonna be a fail five way it's going to be Karrion Cross defending his NXT championship against Adam Cole Bay Bay that's what he says you know Bay Bay
0: when he,
1: when he, when he talks
0: Sorry for my girls, too. <laughs> uh
1: Johnny Gargano um what else was I going to say um um Kyle O'Reilly, uh Adam Cole's former um Undisputed Era tag team mate Pete Dunn, and those five men, they're going to be battling it battling it out at the NXT TakeOver in your house on Sunday, uh, June 13th, you know, on pay-per-view. All right, so shifting gears to a man who, you know, who had a lot of success on NXT in WWE in a short period of time, or I should say for the past couple of years is the surprising A.W. latest signing, and that is, of course, um, Andrade, who used to be Andrade C N Almas. Now he signed with A.W., and now he's going by as um, Andrade El Idolo. So, and he has a new manager, which is Vicky Guerrero, which works perfectly for his gimmick i mean you know he had um he had um oh, darn one her name is escaping me for a moment um alister black's wife i forgot her name yeah her her her, her real name Tia Trinidad, printed but i'm trying to think of her, her zelina vega you know that she, he had you know he had her you know as his um um you know his manager and now he's gonna have a, another great manager in uh Vicky Guerrero. You know, as, as his new manager. So a great signing, a surprise signing, you know. Uh, you know, you didn't hear any whispers of him signing there, which I mean we obviously know it was a possibility. Um, but yeah, it's um you know, good for him. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, let me let me uh let me tell you what happened at the um the AW um you know pay per view event that went down on Sunday, this past Sunday. Of course you know the big news was that Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, and Leo Rush are now all elite. So that's a that's a big a big signing, um, a big signing, uh, for AEW. Um, so here's, here's what, here's how, what went down in all or nothing. Serena, Serena Deeb, you know, formerly of, uh, you know, the, the, um, straight edge society about a decade ago, with CM Punk. She retains the NWA women's championship against Rio. um, Hangman Adam Page defeated Brian Cage from Taz's um group. The Young Bucks defeated John Moxley and, and Eddie Kingston to retain the AEW Tag Team Championships and they injured uh John Moxley because they kept uh giving their um VTE triggers to his head. So they just um he 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 wasn't able to pop up on uh AE, AEW uh, Dynamite this past week. Um what was I gonna say? Jungle Boy Perry. He won the casino battle royale and now he's he's uh he's gonna earn a future um opportunity for the AEW championship. Uh Cody uh flew that for that one night only, he was the American dream and he won he defeated Anthony Ogogo um uh in that match. Miro, he defeated Lance Archer to retain the TNT Championship. Um, well, they're gonna change the name of that title because they're gonna to move to um, what's, uh, what's the what's the TBS? I think they're gonna to move to soon. Uh, Britt Baker, what's she? Different? Aren't they already on TBS? TNT, but TBS—they're owned by the same company. No, Turner. No, uh, it's the same I company?
0: So. Yeah, I think so. Turner Broadcasting.
1: Yeah, I think Yeah, I think you're right. TNT and TBS are. Yeah, they're both from Turner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, pretty much the same thing. You're not gonna. <laughs> not much yeah. of a difference. They're actually owned yeah. by Warner Media. Mm-hmm. Both. And uh
1: Britt Baker, she defeated her Kiro Shida by submission to become the new AEW champion. Congratulations to uh, Britt Baker. Uh, Let me see what else uh, happened in that match. I mean, not in that match, I should say, in the Picklefield event. Um, Sting and Darby Allin defeated Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Um, Kenny Omega retained the um, AEW championship. Versus Orange Cassidy And Pac formerly known as Neville um, So he's going to be facing Jungle Boy in the near future And last but not least The Inner Circle uh, Defeats the Pinnacle In a stadium stampede match
0: um,
1: Apparently um, uh, Sammy Guevara got his revenge Against MJF and the Pinnacle So Jericho's group uh Remains to fight another day Um, Yeah, and that's basically That's uh, Basically what happened on AW's um, uh, Pay-per-view event Um, And then on Dynamite Young Bucks defeated the Death Death Triangle Uh, QT Marshall And Antonio Gogo Defeated Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson when Anthony uh, Anthony Ogogo uh, knocked out um, Cody Rhodes with the referee not looking. Um, Christian Christian Cage um, and and Jungle Boy defeated Private Party. Red Velvet defeated the Bunny, and the Natural Dustin Rhodes defeated Nick uh, Kom- Komoroto in a bull rope match. And that's basically, you know, all your AEW and um, wrestling news, really. Um, anything else you'd like to say, man? before we head
0: out? Uh, no, just everyone stay safe, have a good weekend, and come back and check out Sports Over Legend every Saturdays at 11, only here on Blockhawk Radio.
1: Yeah, you heard the man. Uh, you know, check out his show. And um yeah, come back in two weeks. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be off on this show next week. And um feel free to check out my YouTube channel, Sports and Legend T V and come back uh two weeks from now and check out the next episode of Sports Southern Legend with your host uh William Ramo, which is me and Macaulay Matthew. So he's Macaulay Matthew, I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.
0: Step into the world of power, loyalty,